At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Do you know how many times my patrol officers have pulled drivers over because they're reading while driving? Avoid the distracted driving ticket and listen instead. Go to the Restless Shores website, www.restless-shores.com, and click on the Audible link for a 30-day free trial to Audible. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, Roop Pharmaceuticals was approved to start clinical trials for an extremely promising new cancer drug. In today's episode, Rhonda Roop, who's been leading the project, meets with a young volunteer about to receive his first dose. How are you doing this morning, Simon? Oh, you know, nervous, I guess. There's no reason to be nervous. Well, sure there is, Mrs. Roop. My life is on the line. I've told you before, Simon. Call me Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda. Is your wife coming this morning? No, she can't. She has to take care of Zoe. I see. I think she's um, maybe even more nervous than I am about this. That wouldn't surprise me. So, when do we get started? The nurse should be in very soon to start the infusion. Would you like me to stay with you? Don't you have other volunteers you have to check in with? That's not an answer to my question. Um, What was the question again? I'm sorry, I'm pretty nervous. I ask if you'd like me to stay with you. Yeah, I think I'd like that. Okay, Simon. Can I ask you something, Rhonda? Of course you can. Being completely honest, do you think this will work? You know what, Simon? I do. I really do. What if something goes wrong? Nothing's going to go wrong. I promise. But what if I'm getting the placebo? Then you'll be no worse off, will you? Well, in my case, no worse off is pretty darn bad. Try to stay positive. I wish she'd hurry up and get here. She'll be here soon. And you'll stay with me? Yes, I will, Simon. I'll stay as long as you like. Meanwhile, Gamote Point Police Chief Agnes Brody has called her young protege, Officer Kowalski, into her office to discuss the Ivan Bulgakov investigation. Morning, Chief. Good morning, Officer Kowalski. I've been reviewing our wiretaps all night. So far, there hasn't been too much for us to move on. Yes, Ivan Bulgakov is an extremely careful man, even in the supposed privacy of his own home and businesses. I'm thinking we might need to stir the pot a little. Stir the pot, ma'am? Shake things up a bit. See what falls out. What do you propose? Well, the business of Vaughn seems to spend the most time in his club nomad. It fronts as a legitimate nightclub, but there's an illegal casino in the back. I've tried to bust it a dozen times, but someone always tips him off when there's going to be a raid. What do you want to do? Just go in, the two of us? No. I want you to go in by yourself. Just me alone? I can't bust a whole casino by myself. I don't want you to bust it. I want you to go in as a civilian. A civilian, ma'am? Have some fun. Take the edge off. Maybe gamble a little. No, 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 no. That is a terrible idea. What's wrong? Me and gambling are not a good mix. Did you have a bad experience? Yes, ma'am. When I was much younger. So what? 
when you were like five? It isn't funny, ma'am. Sorry, go on. A kind of fever took over me, and I lost track of who I was, where I was, and what I was doing. When I finally came to my senses, I was in a deep, deep hole. It took me two years to dig myself out again. So you're saying you don't gamble? No, ma'am. Not anymore. I'm snake bit. All right, Officer Kowalski. Say no more. We'll find another way. Meanwhile, Governor Milton Roop finds himself at an abandoned warehouse at the edge of town to meet a sworn enemy, a man he once promised himself he would kill on sight. Milton, thank you for coming. We better make this quick. I'm probably the most scrutinized man in the state right now, if not the country. It's a miracle I could get here by myself with nobody catching wind of it. I'll close the door then. All right, Magnus. Tell me what this is all about quickly before I decide you're not worth my time after all. You and I are old men, Milton. Perhaps not long for this world. Speak for yourself, Magnus. Some of us are closer to death than others. Perhaps. But even you, Milton, with all your wealth and power, cannot outrun the Grim Reaper forever. Last night, you said something about immortality. Indeed. Come. I want to show you something. What is this place? I've set up a sort of a makeshift laboratory here. (laughs) You've always been something of a mad scientist, Magnus. I've been thinking a lot lately about our sense of self. Everything about who we are, our identities, our personalities, our memories, our thoughts and feelings, everything about ourselves, the people we become, can be found coded in the neurons of the brain. Barring neurological disorder, those neurons would happily keep firing, well, forever, if the bodies that house them didn't have the inconvenient habit of breaking down and dying. Get to the point, Magnus. We've arrived at it. This is the point. What is it? It's an invention. It's my invention. Perhaps the greatest invention of all time. What does it do? You place this device on your head, and you pair it with a device on a younger subject's head, and with enough power, you can actually transfer your consciousness into the second subject's mind. No more disease, no more frailty. Your mind can continue as it was in the younger body. I don't believe you. That sounds like nonsense to me. Most great leads forward in technology and innovation seem like nonsense until they're put to practical effect. I've done the process with rats many times. Taught one rat a complex maze and then transferred its consciousness into a second rat, who was then able to run the same maze with ease. What about humans? The same technique can be applied to humans, but there's a catch. There's always a catch, isn't there? The object of the transmission must be an exact genetic match for the original subject. Otherwise, the transfer will be rejected. You mean... It could really only work between identical twins, or, as it happens... Clones? Come with me. Is that... 
It's John Carlyle, your clone. The man I raise is a son. I'm afraid. I'm afraid sanity has abandoned him. He's become increasingly erratic and violent. I keep him locked up for his own protection as well as mine. I've tried to reach him to bring him back into the light, but it's no use. He's gone to me. Still, why would you sacrifice your own son to save me? Oh, you must understand me, Milton, as well as the process. This technique would not kill John. He would still be in there. Your two consciousnesses would share a brain and body, but yours would be dominant. You would have full control. You could continue to build your legacy for another 40 or 50 years, and we keep John alive and safe. I can think of no other way to save him. My God, Magnus. The device takes an enormous amount of power. If we're going to do this, I will need to start charging it now. It can be ready in about a week's time. My only hope is that John remains under my control until we're ready to move forward. He didn't seem very docile to me. I'll do my best to keep him calm and safe. But tell me this. Are you interested? Yes, Magnus. Yes, I am. Much later that same day, late in the evening actually, Officer Kowalski finds himself, despite his earlier protestations to Chief Brody, in the back room of Club Nomad, seemingly gripped once again by the gambling fever he professed to abhor. Hit me! 22, player bus. Damn it! All right, sir. Let's go again! Sir. I said let's uh, go again! Sir, you've lost a substantial amount to the house tonight. The night isn't over. I want to go again. Sir, if you'll just step through that door there, management would like a word. I'm not going anywhere. Let's go again. I'm afraid I can't deal to you anymore tonight, sir. Just step through that door there if you don't mind. Oh, but I do mind. How about that? I mind very much. Sir, if you don't step through that door, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask a couple of pretty big guys to come out here and carry you. Nobody wants that, right? Do you know who I am? You're threatening a police officer! Sir, if you'll just step through that door, management is going to take care of you, okay? Alright, I'm coming back. You hear me? I'm coming back and we're going to go again. Yes, sir. Officer Kowalski, how good to see you again. Ivan Bogakov. You seem to have gotten yourself into a bit of trouble this evening, yes? Maybe if your dealers would stop dealing off the bottom of the deck. Come now, Officer Korvalski. We run honest game here. Yeah, right. But as I'm saying, you run into some trouble. You run up large line of credit, which I think perhaps you cannot pay back. Just let me go back to the table, so I'll win it all back and then some. You'll see. I swear to God, I'll win it all back. Officer Kowalski, you owe this establishment substantial sum of money. Which means you owe me this money. I'll get the money. Just let me go back to the table. It is past time for this, yes? Your bill, as they say, comes due. 
Time for you to pay what you owe. I don't, actually. I don't actually have that kind of money. But I could just pay in installments. I know I could. We do not offer payment plan at Club Nomad. Officer Krawalski, all players pay what is old at end of evening. But I don't have it. I'm telling you, I don't have it. Perhaps there is other way for you to pay what you owe me. What do you mean? You and this Chief Brody, you form own personal task force against me. I don't. You listen now. Normally, I do not extend credit or forgive debts. But if you were to supply me with informations, well, informations can be as good as cash sometimes, yes? I could never betray Chief Brody. Don't think of this as betrayal. Think of it as saving your life. Because it surely is, Officer Kowalski. What do you want to know? Nothing tonight. Just go home. I will be in touch in a few days' time, yes? All right. You see, these so-called untouchables aren't so untouchable after all. You can go now, Officer Kowalski. Hello? Chief Brody? Is that you, Kowalski? What time is it? You were right. It worked. I'm in. Wait. Was Officer Kowalski's gambling loss to Ivan Bulgakov the plan all along? Will Milton Roop go through with Dr. Carlyle's mad scheme? Will the Roop Pharmaceuticals drug trial help Simon Schaefer? Tune in next time to Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Greg Tulinen and Drew Massey and directed by Tom Hinton. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Simon Schaefer was played by Chris Hall. Officer Kowalski was played by Oliver Rhodes. Agnes Brody was played by Katrina Loof. Magnus Carlisle was played by Mike Rowe. Milton Roop was played by Zach Hogkamp. The Dealer was played by Greg Tulinen. Ivan Bulgakov was played by Anton Antolinsky. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.